Do you ever question who should be at your birth? Maybe you're feeling like this decision feels way more complicated than you think it should be. Well, today I'm sharing a confidence call I did with a wonderful listener, and she was struggling with this exact thing. Make sure you listen all the way till the end for the amazing breakthrough. And if you want to hop on a call like this with me to talk over a decision about a question or about preparing for your home birth, you can schedule by going to calendly.com slash peaceful home birth and click confidence call to schedule. And last thing before we get into this call, applications for PHP are currently open. If you want to learn more about the exact framework that we will walk through together in this program to help you prepare for your dream home birth, check out the three-day free training that we had in our Facebook group. If you're feeling led to join this transformative coaching program, apply quickly because there are currently only five spots left for the retreat coming up in July. So check out all the links in the show notes and let's hop into the show. Welcome to the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, where your journey to a joyful and empowered birth experience begins. I'm your host, Allie McLean, a registered nurse, home birth coach, devoted wife, and proud mother to four incredible kiddos. I've walked the path from trauma to triumph, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. At the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast, we're more than just a show. We're a community of dreamers, believers, and fearless mothers-to-be. If you're seeking to reclaim your birth story, to transform fear into confidence, and to embrace the beauty of home birth, you've found your tribe. My own transformative journey began with a traumatic C-section, propelling me on a quest to uncover the power of home birth, and now I'm on a mission to help you rise above your past, prevent needless C-sections, and stand firmly in the certainty of your dream birth. As a devoted follower of Jesus, I believe that His divine design for birth is inherently good. It is a reflection of His love, strength, and grace. If the dream of home birth has been planted on your heart, know that it's there for a purpose, and I'm here to stand with you as you pursue it wholeheartedly. In a world filled with racing thoughts and doubts, I'm your guide to taking those thoughts captive, making them obedient to Christ, and replacing them with the liberating truth. Together, we'll navigate the challenges that lie ahead, finding not only freedom, but also unbridled joy on your path to motherhood. This podcast is a haven for the woman who has faced the darkness of a traumatic birth and has questioned whether home birth is within her reach. Here we shatter those doubts. Join us for illuminating interviews with remarkable birth workers who share our reverence for the sanctity and splendor of birth. Listen to inspiring women as they recount their triumphant birth stories, each a testament to the strength that resides within you. So whether you're just starting to explore the world of home birth or you're already on this radiant journey, the Peaceful Home Birth Podcast is your sanctuary, your wellspring of knowledge, and your unwavering support system. Get ready to be inspired, to be empowered, and to embark on a path that leads you to the birth you've always dreamed of. It's time to experience the Holy Spirit's power, to embrace the beauty of birth, and to create a legacy of love and strength. Are you ready to transform your birth experience? Let's dive in.
Hey, thanks for joining me today. I am so excited to talk to you about your questions. So would you go ahead and just tell me what's going on? What do you need help with? And let's see if we can get some breakthrough for you right now. Yeah, thank you so much for chatting with me today. Um, I love the podcast, so I love getting to actually meet with you and talk with you for just a little bit. Um, My question, or really more concern, I guess, and thing that I'm just struggling with making a decision on um, is who to invite to my birth. Um, And specifically when it comes to relationships with uh, family members. So my relationship with my mom, my biological mom, um, has been like kind of rocky historically. Um, We're on like pretty good terms lately and she's so super excited about this baby. It's her first biological grandchild. Um, so she, you know, is just so excited about it. Um, but her presence, like she's a little high strung and her presence can really stress me out sometimes. Um, and so I very gently have already told her that I don't, um, think that I want her to be at the birth, um, and politely, you know, it wasn't rude. But um, just told her I didn't think that I wanted her there and we would let her know as soon as the baby was born and she can come meet them um, and everything. But my mother-in-law is like my best friend, um, which I'm super, super grateful for. But we are really close. Um, Another piece to it is my mother-in-law has had three um, unmedicated births before. So she's been through this. Um, and my mom did the whole like Pitocin epidural, like typical hospital route, um, back in the day. And so I'm trying to decide if I want to invite my mother-in-law to my birth or not, basically. Um, because I feel like she would be a good support person. Um, and I don't know, I just feel it in my heart that I want her there, but I don't know if that's the right choice because I know my mom would be really deeply hurt by that, basically. Yeah, that is a predicament. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Relationships really are important and they last a long time, right? Hopefully. Um, and so as I was thinking about this question, I I took a few notes and I'm just, my first inclination is, birth is so important, right? And who we have there matters. And I I say that on my show all the time, right? Like the atmosphere really can be changed by who co- who you allow into the room. And there's also a little quip that a lot of birth workers that I have been around and worked with um, say, and it's like, and there's an hour added on for um, each person you invite into the room. And so they, there is something about having people there that can sometimes create um, a longer birth. And mm-hmm. that can even be like with the most wonderful people, right? And so we do have to be very mindful about protecting our space. And I, I think you're, you're realizing that and you know that. And um, so you have that layer, but then you have the relationship layer. And so we want to look at it kind of like it's a multifaceted. And I think that's why it's so confusing to you. And it's like hard to make Mm -hmm. a decision because it's not just like a birth decision. This is also a relational decision. 
Yeah. Right. And so my first thought, and let tell me if this resonates with you or not, but what if your mom had a specific role, right? So maybe she's not invited into the room, but you're having a home birth. So is there something Mm -hmm. that she could do not in your, your safe place of laboring, but is there a gift she has that would feel good for you that you could invite her into? That's a good question. I would have to think about that probably a lot longer, (laughs) but it's a good thing to consider. Um, Another piece to it is that um, like my, I know that my mom is jealous of my relationship with my mother-in-law. So I feel like inviting both of them to my home while I'm in labor is like would stress me out because they, I mean, they are cordial. They get along. Um, But yeah, I mean, I have, I just, in the back of my mind, I'm such a people pleaser too. So I'm like, I don't want to have to worry about them being in the same room together or not or anything like that. But there might be another job that she could do while I'm in labor. That's not at my home. That's a good idea. Maybe. Yeah. I'm just thinking sometimes the jealousy part of it can be managed when she feels needed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That could be, there's so many things that she could be very helpful with. And that way you can kind of figure out like, what is the best role for everybody here? Another option that you do have, and I I mean, th- I'm just throwing this out there. You totally can decide for yourself. But, um, you know, maybe not having the mother-in-law have a different role than being like right there with you um, in the room. Mm-hmm. That is an option as well, just to manage that that jealousy factor. But I can understand, like, you don't want to be thinking about how is my mother-in-law and my mom getting along you don't want that during labor yeah it's worth kind of contemplating and thinking through like is having my mother-in-law right there with me worth me thinking what if like you know or is it worth the the feelings of uncertainty um and that's going to be something that you may have to journal through and think through and also another aspect of this is like what does your husband think about it how is he feeling yeah. what's his wisdom on this yeah right now he um he says no like <laughs> he thinks that um no one should be invited um just to kind of like make it easier and then there's no worry attached to it right there's no like trying to accommodate for other people and trying to decide what's best for me in the moment it's just you know it's just me him and our birth team um is his opinion on it which I totally respect um I think I think I'm just struggling to let go of the feeling of wanting my mother-in-law in the room with me when I birth. And yeah. if that's, if letting go of that is something I can do, I don't know. It's, it's hard. Like, do I do what's, what I feel like is best for me or what's best for my relationship with everybody involved? <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's something that we really have to think about for sure. 
you know, from the secular world, you're going to hear birth is like the most important part of your day. And like, it's the one time where you get to just decide like what is best 100% for you. And Mm -hmm. I mean, like, to a point, I totally agree with that, right? You have to be very aware of like, who you're inviting in the room and how you're going to react because interrupting that hormonal process is so important not to do, right? And mm-hmm. so if there's anything coming in that is disturbing that, even if it's fears or like thoughts that are really keeping you back from a, you know, peaceful state of being, like that's going to impact your overall labor. So in that regard, yes, like know your needs, be, um, choose what's best for you in that regard. Now, mm-hmm. on the other hand, we have to think about like being selfish, right? And I'm yeah. calling you selfish, but I'm just saying as believers, we have to really, we think about more things than just ourselves all the time. Yeah. I, I'm just now starting to realize that sometimes we can make birth an idol, right? And mm-hmm. we can say like, this is the only thing that is going to make me happy and if I have this then this is going to be the happy part of my life like and if I don't have it then my whole life is going to be ruined trust me I have been there and I still struggle with that and I have to constantly be checking myself like am I making this an idol and if so it's not going to benefit me and it's not going to glorify the father and so thinking about is having your mother-in-law there is that an idol in your life Mm, yeah and if so maybe bring that before the lord and ask him okay lord is this something that you want her to be a part of and if so can you please make that very clear and if he doesn't make it clear this is where i fall back on my husband and again this is something Mm. i'm learning too sometimes our husbands actually see a lot more than we think they see Um, sometimes they are a lot more wise than we think (laughs) trust me I struggle with that so much but my husband has so many times been spot on and I have fought and I have fought and I have fought I'm like no this is what is right I promise like I know myself and they can see a certain side that is not always very evident to us so I just some action points. I would journal about this. And I, and I know you've been really seeking the Lord the past few months. I've seen that. And just maybe a little bit more of a direction is like, Lord, should my mother-in-law be here? And am I making birth or her an idol? Am I looking more to her comfort? What this means is like, am I looking to her for comfort, her to, um, uh, be my like safety, my support mm-hmm. more than I'm looking to you. And that's something only you're going to be able to kind of wrestle with and, and think about. And yeah. then thirdly, is my husband seeing something that I may be not seeing? And should I consider his wisdom a little bit more on this or not? I don't know all the dynamics. I could be totally missing the mark here. But as I'm reading what you had submitted and listening to you here these are kind of the thoughts that I'm thinking so take it for what you will maybe it was just the bad pizza I had last night (laughs) I feel like this might be um some things to consider so do you have any feedback on that I'd love to hear your yeah no I think that's super encouraging I don't think it's the bad pizza I think the Lord is really using you to 
to help me in this, which I'm really, really grateful for. And as you were talking, um, I also, you know, hearing you say, like, am I leaning on my mother-in-law um, too much to be the support um, instead of the Lord? And another thing, too, that came to mind as you were saying that is I was listening to the podcast the other day and you were talking about um, how it strengthens your marriage birth does um, and how like, or it can and how like relying on your husband to like step up and be that support for you um, can really like change and shape your marriage. Um, And, you know, as you're talking, I'm like, I don't want to take that away from him either. Um, I don't want to put that, roll onto his mom because I'm so close with her. I don't want to take away an opportunity for him. So, um, yeah, I think, I think it's been really encouraging. I think definitely going to keep journaling and praying through it, but I think your direction is helping me (laughs) a lot. Good, good. I am so glad. Well, can I just pray over this for you right now? Please. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, Father, you are so good and you love her so much. You know the ins and out of this situation. You love her mom and her mother-in-law and her husband. And Lord, I just invite you into the rest of this pregnancy and I invite you into the labor, Lord. I pray blessings and joy and peace, Lord, as she's preparing for her birth. I just pray that you would give her wisdom. You would give her downloads. You would give her dreams and visions of her sweet baby and what you want this birth to be like, Lord. I just invite you in. Um, I I just pray that there would be a surrender, that there would be a peace and that there would be a direction and guidance over this pregnancy and birth, Lord. And we just pray all glory and honor be yours. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you loved today's episode and found it so helpful and encouraging. If you did, would you take 30 seconds to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or send this episode to a friend who has been praying for a peaceful home birth? Lastly, make sure you get my free download of my complete home birth essentials checklist. Make sure you have everything ready to go so you're able to feel at peace and confidence leading into your home birth. This printable checklist has all of the important but less glamorous or thought of items that I have found to be so incredibly helpful to have at a home birth after working with many clients in person. Now get it by clicking the link in the show notes. And as always, thanks for listening and peace be with you.